0: Hello and welcome to the HAM Radio Crash Course Podcast. My name is Josh, amateur radio call sign K-I-6-N-A-Z.
1: And I'm Leia, K-N-6-N-W-Z.
0: And it's time again to talk about the radios and many other things. So let's get started, shall we? Hello, Leia. How is your week this week?
1: It's been a week.
0: It has been a week. Nothing crazy.
1: Oh, so many crazy things. <laughs> What the people in the city had like a complete meltdown
0: mm-hmm.
1: of their brains.
0: Oh, because like melted out of their ears. Meltdown.
1: It just the amount of city drama that's been happening.
0: It's so ridiculous.
1: A young man passes away. Okay, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm, I'll shorten the whole thing. But at the end, I have a a question to pose to uh, <laughs> okay. dear HRCC friends. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Very tragic story uh, of a 17-year-old who passed away from basketball practice. Mm-hmm. I think the school district's going to end up getting sued over oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, essentially there was like a basketball practice on a Saturday. There's nobody has a straight story about it, but the gist is somehow he gets a head injury from uh, a weighted ball. We're unclear if it was like a medicine ball in the weight room or if it was like a weighted basketball. None of it makes sense mm-hmm. if you're literally just doing a drill, right? Okay.
0: We used to have weighted water polo balls. That's a real thing. But that's like totally different. Yeah.
1: And then would that upon hitting your head in a normal practice? Oh yeah, practice, we got a
0: couple of people got actually like clocked real bad. They're really heavy.
1: Enough to um cause you to pass out?
0: No. Uh, passing out in the water would be a bad thing though.
1: Sure. So uh, this kid gets hit in the head with a weighted ball Mm -hmm. and uh, passes out. He he hits the ground. Yeah. Okay. The coaches allow the student, who is rumored to be unconscious at this time, to be picked up and removed from the court and taken away by his brother.
0: Oh, wow. Wow.
1: Instead of waiting for the paramedics to come.
0: Oh, wow. So
1: now it's unclear what actually caused the traumatic brain injury. Okay.
0: Oh, my gosh. And that brother's like going to feel like, oh, that he killed his brother.
1: Well, I guess it depends on what actually causes the in- the It
0: doesn't matter the ending. It doesn't premat- matter what a. But the coach should gonna-
1: not have allowed no, the no. brother if, to. If move... If someone
0: gets hit and knocked out, you don't you don't m- touch them. them. That yes. is insane. I know it. It was awful. Oh, now I'm outraged. I wasn't outraged, but now I'm upset. No, That's I'm, su- crazy. I'm
1: super upset. The whole thing was completely mishandled. Insane. I, I don't know how. I mean, it happens on school property. It's su- it's being supervised by a... Multiple adults. Yeah, by an adult that's employed by the school, mm-hmm. right? And then completely mishandled completely. on the back end that could have actually exacerbated the injury. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, so everybody's really sad about it, obviously, because a 17-year-old, he's a senior. He's playing varsity basketball. He's on the cusp of starting his life. Right. And this is the point in which one of these city, quote unquote, Karens, mm-hmm. then decides that she is going to attack somebody that she's had a massive vendetta against for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that person has posted multiple times about the tragedy, mm-hmm. um, including really just to raise, raise awareness because there's a GoFundMe. Sure. Right? And... The family in the GoFundMe, it says the family has asked for privacy. Right. Okay. So then the city Karen goes, you shouldn't be posting about this. The family has asked for privacy. That has. And in in my mind. That
0: is not what that means.
1: Right. Like, so I'm like, wait a minute. Is this something fundamentally about like the English language that I didn't understand? Because I thought when. Somebody was going through something and they asked for privacy. What that meant was, please do not reach out.
0: Do not contact do not,
1: us. Do not go to the hospital. Do not come to the house. Do, do- not
0: contact us in yes. any way. I don't want to see you, hear right. you, right. smell you. I don't
1: want to answer any questions.
0: I, I want nothing to do with the public. Right. I will reach out to whom I need. I do right. not need you to reach out to me.
1: That's what I thought. But then this Karen. Well, they are wrong creates this whole post to malign this other wrong. person in the city. They are wrong. And this other person in the city is actually a family friend of of the child.
0: Regardless, sharing the GoFundMe right. is not contacting the parents.
1: Right. And so period. So the claim was that oh, privacy means we don't talk about it anymore, and I was like, well, that's a very strange thing to say in the age of GoFundMe. That
0: is insane.
1: Because then, if you don't talk about it, how do you go fund?
0: How will how will one go fund?
1: Right. So, that is
0: insane, and I would have went off on that person.
1: So then, I admin a number of different groups in the city,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and all all really neighborhood watch related. Right. Including now the largest neighborhood watch group in the city. Okay. Well, this this neighborhood Karen just posts a ton of spam.
0: Oh, it's that one. Okay. Yes. Now I know who you're So about. I... <laughs> it's funny how that easy. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh,
1: well, it's not sales spam. It's just like city announcements just, and things like that. It's just like boomer news. Like
0: boomer news. It's, like it's, boomer it's stuff news. that's
1: already out, out on A page on Facebook that she's just sharing to every single Facebook group, right? Right, which is like cross
0: promoting, basically.
1: Except for I just got made an admin of this neighborhood watch group that is, that was completely overrun with spam to begin with,
0: completely unusable. And it is a group that has a mission statement. Yes, it's not a like funsy community group. Yeah, it's a neighborhood watch group.
1: Yes, and so I just start deleting. Everything that is unrelated to crime and safety, period.
0: Because otherwise, I wonder if everybody likes us kicking off the podcast with the local community drama. Yeah, I I wonder. Please send us emails to let (laughs) us know if if we should continue Leah's rants at the beginning about local community drama.
1: Well, first, my question is: what (laughs) does what does privacy mean? what does privacy I mean? i really
0: interested. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah. What first, does privacy mean? What does it, privacy yeah, mean yeah, in the
1: face of tragedy when yeah. the family asks for privacy? Is it nobody talk about it? Or is it just please don't contact us?
0: Somebody watched Encanto too long is what I'm thinking. What? Somebody watched Encanto too many times.
1: I don't know what that means. We
0: do going to talk about Bruno.
1: I see. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Uh, right. I, I oof, thought. Missed it. That was. Whew, yeah. You lose <laughs> that one.
1: So, anyways, she then, she's trying to post things, uh, which she's already posted twice about (laughs) Veterans Day, okay? She wanted to post one more time about Veterans Day, and then I decline it. Well, actually, I don't even decline it. It was like one of the mods I brought on Mm -hmm. that declined it. And she was like, uh, she sends me a a scathing message. I just want you to know you were the most unpatriotic person I've ever known. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You need to hot pause right now yeah. because i have multiple family members who are veterans
0: okay you've been called some very interesting names of it you've been called a carpetbagger yeah <laughs> which just wrecks me up. like
1: how can i be a carpetbagger when i grew up in this city
0: <laughs> i was but, born pretty much here yeah, yeah, yeah. aside from manila and or then, philippines and then
1: and then i'm like but also My youngest son is going to do the Pledge of Allegiance and pass out service flags at the city Veterans Day ceremony. That is the reason we have not gone out of town for Veterans Day. I gave up a four-day weekend because my kid has
0: to do this. So, like, please, shut up. (laughs) And this is a woman that we kind of called, like, a city friend. If you had asked about her five years ago. I that woman cookies. Yeah, we I were have like checked clo- on her. We were relatively close with her during COVID, but even before that, like like well before that, when yeah, we moved we in. Lost was, her mind.
1: Like, crazy. Lost person. her mind. She's so upset. When they made me an admin, she was
0: like, You popped
1: up into this group out of nowhere. I was like, I have been in this group since 2017,
0: lady. <laughs> like- Just insane. All right. Well, I'm hey. not the
1: one. I'm not the one.
0: That's <laughs> You're not that guy. Mm-hmm. You're not that guy. Well, everybody, hey, thanks for clicking on the Ham Radio Crash Course podcast. We appreciate it. And we like to kick the podcast off. Not that we did that last. <laughs> what, what are we at right now? 10 minutes. Uh, no, this is how we kick it off with the Ham Radio Minute. It's
1: never a minute.
0: And today, the rumors are hot. Kenwood THD 75 has a street date of January 2024. Some people were hoping that that radio would come out for the holidays. That is likely not happening. Oh, no. Unfortunately, which would be like Kenwood, come on, dog. Like, you, you gotta aim you're for really those big, missing, that's the big You're really missing the That's some big money. But, you know, they. Assu- I'm, I'm assuming that when people drop a radio, they're assuming it's gonna be on the market, as we've talked about, for about five years. That's what we assume. Sure. So, anyway, uh, I'm super jazzed. It's great to see Kenwood back out there putting out something. Yeah, new. wasn't
1: the rumor that Kenwood was getting out of ham radio? Oh,
0: I thought they were. I thought they were done.
1: Yeah, because we really talked about that for a while.
0: Yeah. So the Chloe other agrees. Yeah, Chloe is definitely on board. The other rumor, and now this is this is pure speculation. So Hal-minous. speculation warning. There was a press release that was dropped from Kenwood, and I only saw like the upper portion of it. I haven't gotten my hands on the full thing. So what? Uh, how do you only get a portion? It was like a screenshot. It was kind of weird. Uh, but anyway. So I am not sure if this has been answered, but someone was floating around that they did a conversion um, from yen to American dollar for the street price. People are throwing out the number $600. Okay. Now, I guessed that the radio would end up somewhere between $600 and $700. So okay. That's, I'm still sticking with that whole thing. And there's... Rumors abound. So Well,
1: I guess it depends on the exchange rate, right? If it's a well, bad exchange rate, then it could be $800. If it's well, a good sure, exchange but, rate, it could be $500.
0: But I'm thinking 600 is the like the street price, but then you factor in shipping, tax, all that, right? And you're getting much closer to 700 right, before you even talk about accessories. So not a cheap radio. Definitely not a cheap radio. And we'll probably, I'm guessing probably we'll take the crown as being the most expensive handheld. Uh, No, I take that back. That's still Motorola. Motorola.
1: I was gonna (laughs) say uh, for amateur radio. Do you know numbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, and then there's also the Android phone one.
1: Oh yeah, it's an
0: Android phone and radio. That's like eleven. Did that actually take off? It it didn't really take off. It's all. It's called the R Finder, right? We know a guy. He's he's a ham friend. Okay, we call him R Finder Bob. Okay. R Finder Bob is an interesting dude. He's one of those guys you go have dinner with uh-huh. whenever you're at a ham fest because he's an interesting guy. He says okay. some wild things. Um, but yeah, he's he's got some cool stuff that he comes out with. Uh good old R Finder Bob. So So wait wait a minute. I have not tested the R Finder. He's not he's not sent me one to borrow. So So Bob, you don't have to let me keep it. I just want to borrow it.
1: I was under the impression that it was just a handheld radio with a phone stuck to the back of it. Mm-mm.
0: <laughs> No, it's an actual Android phone that has the radio the radios all working together somewhat. Mm -hmm. So you control the radio with the phone. You program it with the phone. Okay. The only thing it doesn't do yet, I don't know if they've cracked the nut on it. And I told him, I'm like, Bob, when you crack when when you get this, this is it, man. You gotta let me you gotta let me take a look at it. If they can figure out how to do APRS Uh on the phone with the radio. Yes. All inclusive, Mm -hmm. all in Mm -hmm. one package. Boom! That's gonna be that'll be a, a game changer. But or not like
1: what? What about like uh, automatic contact tracking? Just like fill all the information in.
0: I mean, there's there, it does some of that kind of stuff. It okay. it does uh, programming of the radio for sure, right? Because it's it it'll do DMR, on a number of digital modes as well. So it's it's kind of cool. cool right. little cool little thing.
2: Leia, you like to take a test?
0: Oh, it's time. How are you? How are we doing?
1: well i am on uh sub element g two sub element general test prep mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh you know it doesn't look like it's going so hot no <laughs> i'm uh... not at i'm not at seventy five percent yet
0: oh so
1: we're just gonna keep on keeping on yeah yeah The first question reads, what control is typically adjusted for proper ALC setting on a single sideband transceiver? Hmm. A, transmit audio or microphone gain. B, RF clipping level. C, attenuator level. D, antenna inductance or capacitance. The answer is A, transmit audio or microphone gain.
0: It is. You got it.
1: Which of the following complies with commonly accepted amateur practice when choosing a frequency on which to initiate a call? A. Identify your station by transmitting your call sign at least three times. B. Listen on the frequency for at least two minutes to be sure it is clear. C. All these choices are correct. D. Follow the voluntary band plan. The answer is D. Follow the voluntary
0: band plan. Mm.
1: You're not supposed to listen on the frequency to make sure it's clear and identify.
0: Well, you should. You should still should do that. All right. But you,
1: it, was it the transmitting your call sign three times? Yeah. You. Why would it not? Why would it not be just all of those things?
0: Well, you don't transmit your call sign three times. That's okay.
1: Cool. All right. What is the voluntary band plan restriction <laughs> for U.S. transmitting within the? Forty-eight contiguous states in the fifty-point-one megahertz to fifty-point-one-two-five megahertz band segment. A. Contacts with other stations within the contiguous uh, forty-eight contiguous states. B. Only SSTV contacts. C. Only digital contacts. Or D. Only contacts with stations not within the forty-eight contiguous states. The answer is D. Only contacts with stations not within the forty-eight contiguous states, um, I'm assuming those are DX band segments. Yeah. Right? DX band segments. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, your hand moving. Yeah.
0: Right <laughs>
1: yeah. Who may be the control operator of an amateur station transmitting in races to assist relief operations during a disaster? A, any control operator when normal communication systems are operational, B, only a races net control operator, C, a person holding an FCC-issued amateur operator license or an appropriate government official, mm-hmm. or D, only a person holding an FCC-issued amateur operator license.
0: Mm. Is this mm. Trixie? D, only a
1: person holding an FCC issued amateur operator license, right?
0: Right. Is that what it said? Yep. There you go.
1: <laughs> All right, when selecting a CW transmitting frequencies, frequency what minimum separation from other stations should be used to minimize interference to stations on adjacent frequencies? A 3 kilohertz to 6 kilohertz, B, 150 hertz to 500 hertz, C, 1 kilohertz to 3 kilohertz, or D, 5 hertz to 50 hertz? And the answer is B, 150 hertz to 500 hertz. That is true. That is different for single sideband, which I believe is like 2.
0: 2.4 kilohertz. What? Uh, They're getting you on the hertz versus kilohertz here.
1: I know. I'm. I'm just saying that for single sideband
0: is huge in comparison to right, the size of right. It's
1: small That's why I chose the number that I did.
0: Right, but it's not that small that it would be like one hertz. That's crazy small.
1: No, no. It's it's for single sideband. I'm saying
0: single sideband is in the kilohertz. Exactly. The two answers have hertz, and two answers have kilohertz in that question. Right. And so what you I'm can saying cut is cut out fifty percent right yes. off the top. Yes. And so the the answer D, that hertz range, that mm-hmm. bandwidth, way too it's small. Too small. Too small. Mm-hmm. Too small.
1: All right. Am I at five?
0: I don't know. You don't keep track now?
1: I thought you What's were keeping track.
0: No, it doesn't tell me. Oh my goodness.
1: I think I am, though. Do you want me to do one more? When selecting single sideband transmitting frequency, what minimum separation should be used to (laughs) minimize the interference to stations on adjacent frequencies? A, 5 hertz to 50 hertz. B, 2 kilohertz to 3 kilohertz. C, 150 hertz to 500 hertz. D, approximately 6 kilohertz. The answer is B, 2 kilohertz to
0: 3 kilohertz. That's it. For reasons that we kind of already talked about. So you kind of lucked out on that one, didn't you? I didn't luck out. You knew it. I did. Oh, all right. Well, if you'd like to learn along with layup, we highly recommend hamstudy.org. You can also check out the Gordon West Radio Ham Radio Test Prep Books. They are available on Amazon, and you can go after your technician, general, or extra. There's also the Fast Track to Your Ham Radio license books available on Audible. Links for everything above is in the show notes, so if you're curious, you can check them out there. Thanks so much. Join the conversation by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts for the Ham Radio Crash Course podcast at, and, or emailing us at leia at hamtactical.com. Leaving a review wherever you listen to the podcast will help the Ham Radio Crash Course reach more hams and the ham curious, and we appreciate it. Now, I'm unsure if I hit this last week, but it was such a good one that I'm just going to read it again. From Kimball Smith, NI7Q. Awesome podcast, they say. I enjoy listening to your podcast while I'm traveling, running, or hiking. Like the banter did between us last week, there's I a reason them. I'm going to do it again. Okay, like the banter between you two and the relationship you certainly have to get along so well. Oh, thanks okay. for starting the CW portion of the show. I'm learning along <laughs> with Leia and have been enjoying That's it.
1: How I know?
0: This thanks for the different topics and the fun sense of humor. You are awesome. Oh, is that how you knew? Is that they, how you knew? Thanks, Kimball. <laughs> Thank you, Kimball. We appreciate it. We very much do. Thank you. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Into the unknown I will
3: go, go. for I shall fear no man of peace. One foot after the other, for I am prepared to survive.
2: I'm not allergic to bees.
0: Indeed. Welcome to the preparedness corner.
1: Always so intense.
0: Mhm. what are we talking about today? What in the world of preparedness is going on?
1: In Illinois, okay. it is winter weather preparedness week.
0: Oh boy. I don't
1: know if other states do a similar thing. Mhm. But uh Illinois really prepares for weather.
4: Mhm.
1: I know we talk about winter preparedness a lot in the preparedness we do. corner. Uh, that has a lot It's a scary thing we don't understand It's true (laughs) So we're just going to write into it Here are the preparedness tips from the article from Illinois Mm -hmm. Always make sure to have a full tank of gas in the winter
0: Yeah there's people who they won't go below like half a tank
1: Always have a full tank of gas but I'm also going to suggest having backup tanks of gas Mm -hmm. Store it Use whatever the stabilizer is.
0: Stabil is what it's called. All right. And then just make sure you cycle through it, though. You got to make sure you use it.
1: All right. Sharing travel plans with family and friends is a good idea, especially if you're going to travel during the winter storms. I'm going to go a step further and tell you, especially if you have an iPhone, Mm -hmm. you can actually obviously share your location. Correct. For your travel period. Uh, really, you can turn it on for a day. So somebody can kind of locate you wherever you are.
0: Highly recommended, yes.
1: Uh, you also, on, on different uh, map apps, if you're driving to someone, mm-hmm. what you can do is you can, in different map apps, you can share uh, your ETA and yep. it'll it'll track along. So if you don't have find my you can use that too
0: right and that's a really good idea if you're obviously going to or from a location but if you're just talking about like going on on a hike like doing a soda even a poda
1: Mm
4: -hmm. you don't
0: want to tell your significant other you're doing it or your parents or you know whatever a family member all
1: right winterize your vehicle uh and before you leave anywhere check for up-to-date road conditions
0: do you know that there are people who live in areas where they have a time where they take a set of tires from their garage. Yes, winter tires. And they have their tires swapped out.
1: Yes, winter tires. That's a yes. part of winterizing. Yes. Yeah. And you use like different um, antifreeze and things like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so stay up to date to for road conditions and forecasts. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no shame in... Well, maybe this is just the Californian in me. There's no shame in canceling plans <laughs> because the weather is bad. At least not to me. It's people in other parts of the country who are very weather tough, I guess. I maybe think our, you feel differently.
0: I think my sister has straight up, like, said, I'm not going to come to a party. Because it's raining. It's raining. Raining. Too much rain. Yes. Wow. Ooh,
1: tough. Uh, the... Also, uh, if you are traveling a path, especially through rural areas mm-hmm. where you have not driven before, in bad weather, do not trust map applications. Oh okay? yeah, did we did we already talk about the guy who, in bad weather, was uh, following Google Maps? Mm -hmm. And in the process of following Google Maps in bad weather, it took him across what was a fallen bridge. And it wasn't fallen because of the bad weather. He just couldn't see it because of the bad weather. Right. But the bridge had fallen 10 years before. Oh, wow. And it was reported to Google already Mm -hmm. that this is not a viable path. The bridge is out. They never updated. They never updated their maps. I think mm-hmm. the the man died. Oh my gosh! Yeah, or severely injured or something. There's a lawsuit going on
0: over it. That's wild.
1: And I, I in a case like that, you have to sue the city too.
0: I mean, you sue everybody, right? That's kind yeah, of how exactly. Works. That's yeah, how it that all
1: works. So please, in bad weather, mm-hmm. do not follow map applications for passive travel. You are not familiar with because could be a bridge out. (laughs) All right. Yes. Have an emergency supply kit stashed in your car, which includes a cell phone charger, water and snacks, a first aid kit, jumper cables, a spare tire, flares, sand or kitty litter, Mm -hmm. tow ropes, blankets, snow shovel and ice scraper, flashlight, mittens, hat boots, and warm clothes. This is a great idea because you don't know when you could encounter winter weather or road closures Mm -hmm. that basically force you to stop where you are. Yeah, did
0: they mention like a two-by-four piece of wood or those planks that you use to unstick yourself?
1: They didn't mention that at all. Tell me more about these planks.
0: Well, going along with the kitty litter concept, right, if you're in like... Some you get stuck in ice or you're uh, stuck in snow. You need traction, so you'll sometimes use a board or they make these plastic planks. You'll see a lot of like four by fours that'll have these big orange planks. Okay. With grippy, knobby bits. Never seen it. Oh, they're everywhere. Now that I've said it, you'll probably you'll probably see on like a Toyota Tacoma. Uh, You shove them underneath the, the the wheels that are supposed to have power that are that are losing power due to lack of traction. They'll get sucked underneath the vehicle and it'll give it kind of purchase that it can drive up out of all right yeah they don't they don't work terribly good but uh in snow they're not bad
1: when you encounter slippery stretches on a road what do you do josh
0: slow way down
1: slow down lots of distance from other cars
0: and really check the biggest thing i'm looking for is also visibility Mm -hmm. and making sure like not just slowing down but also looking way way far ahead of if I start losing traction, mm-hmm. where's my vehicle going to go? Yes. right. Am I going to end up off the side of a road? You know, what's going to happen?
1: Very good advice. Uh, follow the National Weather Service for local weather watches and warnings. Uh, lots of significant weather, obviously. You get um, a watch and a warning. Oh, go
0: get, You get a watch.
1: <laughs> you get a watch from the... Uh, the local weather service you
0: get updates yes <laughs> they don't give you a watch no not okay. a physical
1: watch so these are the types of winter weather alerts mm-hmm. a winter weather advisory an advisory means a minor uh minor winter impacts will occur mm-hmm. uh a winter storm watch that's significant winter impacts a winter storm warning a warning means significant weather winter impacts will occur <laughs> that's the same thing as a watch <laughs> that's ice storm well, a watch
0: war- hasn't happened yet okay <laughs> it's
1: a will occur that means it's a for sure thing right whereas a watch is a may Right. a warning means it's coming right uh Ice storm warning and blizzard warning. Yes. Uh, There's also snow squall warnings, uh, snow squall. I don't know what a snow squall is.
0: That's a big snow.
1: All right. There's also wind chill advisory watches or warnings. Mm -hmm. So uh, get familiar with uh, what kind of. Snow is coming your way. I guess
0: there was a, a military base that I would go to that shall not be mentioned. That had warnings during the winter. That just walking from the parking lot to get to the security office, people had gotten like frostbite. Oh my! So gosh. they recommended that you had gloves and a face covering and all kinds of stuff. And yes, it was in our uh, United States. So there are places that are that cold. Even just going from the parking lot can be intense.
1: All right. Well, that is. Uh... Illinois winter weather preparedness. That's it. That's it. All right. Makes it sound so simple. I feel like we've already gone over a lot of the household-related ones in past podcasts. Mm -hmm. Winterizing your home. So,
0: for everybody out there that's going to go out and do a soda summits on the air and whatnot, uh, make sure you're you're packing appropriately for freak weather situations to change, particularly. Uh, rain gear and also being cold and wet is very dangerous, particularly based off of whatever clothing you're wearing. Make sure that if you are strenuously, strenuously hiking and you make it to the summit – Maybe shed some of those layers until you dry off a bit and then put your clothes back on. Don't just sit kind of in the wet and stop moving and you get right. cold and mm-hmm. it's just... And then you get frozen. It's a recipe for, you know, And a then major you end problem. up
1: in an iceberg and you are the only one who could balance the elements. What? <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> we went see. down an avatar path. <laughs> I, I see. I see. That's right. That's right.
2: What's that noise? It is a primitive form of oh, communication yeah. known as Morse code. <laughs> you're right. I'm this again. <laughs> Stop it. Stop what? You're talking
5: about me and Morse code. What the hell's he saying? It seems they're getting a signal. Old Morse code. Boop, boop, boop.
4: Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop,
2: boop. We got contact. We got contact.
0: All right, Leia, so uh, we are back to 20 words a minute again, right? Is yes. you want to start there, but Do I first to you're going to... Yeah, you can you can okay. key in about one second. Go ahead. I. That was a, an A. Oh no. <laughs> uh, we'll go M. I think that's what you're okay. trying to do. But your first one is you're making it shorter than the second one. Oh. R. K. S U Are you wanting to do it left-handed? No. Why don't you do it right-handed? Cuz
1: it's on my left hand. Well, move it <laughs> around.
0: Well, you don't have to do it right-handed. I just I just put it there so that you No. K M Da dit n. Good. What are you trying to do? Da da dit r. Da, da dit. There's a there's a cadence there you're not picking up. Da da dit. Try it again. Da da dit. <laughs> okay. Da da dit. Yeah, like that. Did it it s. i it just wasn't yeah the the key i uh i did some
1: really i was doing a bit of a science experiment
0: with this thing and so i i think i've probably done a number to the contacts i probably have to go in and like uh u (laughs) that was an o and then a u R. M. Dada did is G. Wow. So you're learning new characters. Learning <laughs> try. R. Uh, K. Great. Okay. All right. Let's All get right. started. Leia is ready. So you want to start in 20 words, right? I do. Okay. And three one it was pretty i hope i hope you got a lot of those what'd you get
1: m yeah s yes oh this changed a letter is it r yes m
0: s s m S U S M U U S. Great. U mm-hmm. U U so oh, so you Oh, so
1: I missed some characters.
0: You U- Yeah. Okay. U U missed some characters. <laughs> you wanna do it again at twenty, or we want to go to fifteen?
1: We're gonna do it again at twenty. <laughs> okay. <Hold> on.
0: <laughs> oh, come on, two and one and go. <laughs> S you
1: what? S
0: you S you.
1: Wow. K. Yes. S. Yes. You. Yes. You.
0: S. You. It was sus. S.
1: K. M. Wow. K. 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 Yeah.
0: You went from an M to a K and a K, and you thought the M was a K, but you got the other K's right. So you were like, I'm smooth sailing.
1: No, I think I missed some letters.
0: Interesting. Okay. Okay.
1: So like, if I miss a letter, I'm not putting anything in its place.
0: Well, then just say blank. But I don't, skip. I don't,
1: I don't know how many I missed. Ah, oh, got it, got
0: it, got it. Okay, okay, got it.
1: All right, you can dial it down now.
0: Okay. <laughs> Dialing down.
1: UNS and S really messed some stuff up.
0: <laughs> All right, you ready? Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs>
1: Okay. K. Yes.
0: You. Yes. You. Yes. You. Yes. yes.
1: R. Yes. U. Yes. R. yes. R. Yes. R. Yes. S. Yes. K. Yes. K. Yes.
0: K. yes. R. You got it. Hundred <laughs> percent. That means you get a next leather next no, week. No. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> What a positive reaction. <laughs> we you get to learn about a new ladder. We can't we hey can't move everybody. on until I can do it at 20. Hey, children, it's time to learn a new letter. We can't move on until I can it's do it like at 20. It's like you're in kindergarten all over a kindergarten. All right, what do you want to do then? You, you, Is this a big, you want to go out on a high note and be like, we're good? That's it. Okay, that's it. Well, there you go. Leah, good job. And big thank you again. To Spark Gap Labs for sending us over the MCT 73. That's what has been making all this practice possible. It's a cool little unit. Um, They did send this to to us for free. So just keep that in mind. It showed up in our PO box. And we really do uh, think it's cool. Anyway. All right. Thank you so much. So the show topic for today's show is. All right. So today's discussion for today. The, The topic of today's show is.
3: Gentlemen, let's get down to business.
0: Now, there's this concept that's existed for a really long time in certain parts of YouTube, not ham YouTube, other parts of YouTube. YouTube's. The like prepper area of YouTube. A Altoids tin survival kit. Yes. You've seen these, right? And a lot of times these things are pretty, pretty bad. Like, you're really going to carry this around, you're going to use a, a one eighth of a hacksaw blade. To free yourself right. in a life or death situation. It's like, okay, but maybe not. Maybe not. But the razor blade. There is some novel things you can do with a what I call the ham radio altoids survival kit. Now, I don't mean survival in the sense of like this is gonna save your life when you're in the field, but this could save your activation when you forget something vital. So I'm gonna go through it. I have a, an altoids container and I am cheating a bit. I have it in a, a little bit pouch mm-hmm. a little drawstring pouch this pouch you could throw rocks in this mm-hmm. and then you could use this as then, a weight for oh i thought you were gonna tenet. say a weapon and you could, <laughs> you you, that's right weapon. You could beat the cb radio, the radio <laughs> no 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 so you you throw some rocks in this and then you you tie it off and then you can use this as a throw weight a throw bag for getting a line into a tree oh if you forgot that so that's a little sneaky I was, I was don't tell the ants I was getting a little freebie on that one. The ants or the park rangers? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, let's open this up and it's this is perfect for a podcast being such a uh a visual, visual media that it is. But I will take pictures of I see
1: uh, a bunch of uh Yellow strings and what strings.
0: Looks- That's, you know what? That's what we use more than anything is string. And that looks like an
1: hobby. orange cord. Yeah. And then like a red thing that is made L- why of don't I just Why don't I
0: just talk through okay. it? And, uh, and, I'll, and I'll take pictures. And if you'd like to see pictures, you can join us in the Clamps. Ham Radio Crash Course <laughs> Discord. Uh, there is a hashtag hrcc podcast chat room where we post pictures from the show so like the first alligator thing alligator clamps the first thing is these uh, it's a small bit of wire that has alligator clips on each end so All you right. can use this as a jumper wire is what we call it or for the littlest car you can use this <laughs> it's very funny yeah <laughs> you can use this as a uh, makeshift antenna jumper If you have a radio that has a built-in tuner, and let's say you happen to buy a metal fence or a large metal structure that you want to use as an antenna, this could fill that role. So next to that— You have more
1: than one of those, though?
0: uh, The other one is just a really long run of wire, so I'll talk about that in a second. So this is a keychain. It's a very high-powered magnet keychain.
1: Neodymium?
0: Neodymium. No, neodymium, yeah. Um, What I use this for is, so same thing, let's say you had a large metal structure Mm -hmm. and you had no real way of attaching a wire to it Mm -hmm. to use it as an antenna. Well, if you take your alligator clip, for instance, and your magnet and you put it on top of it, the magnet will hold it onto the piece of metal.
1: The magnet doesn't impact your...
0: It's a part of the antenna, but like not a big deal. The
1: magnetization doesn't... Also, there's a
0: plastic cap on this that isolates it from the... The actual thing it's just a really strong magnet. So when you put it on there, it's literally holding it. So you could just take a piece of little piece of wire that had the end stripped mm-hmm. and you just put the magnet on top of that. It'll hold it up against the metal structure, and you can use that in the field. So a hugely important thing, and a lot of these are going to be like, oh, shoot, this saves my activation, right? This is an Anderson power pole, this little red-black guy, with about two inches of red-black wire into a coaxial power plug. Okay. This is in almost every hams radio kit. And if okay. for some reason they took it out or they lost it or whatever, this is the thing that connects their battery to their radio to run their radio in a lot of cases. So, right. vitally important, something you should have on you at all times. Next is a bit of rubber coated wire, what I call gear snake, Walmart gear snake. Oh yeah. It's a reusable twist tie. Yep. So we can use that for all kinds of fun stuff. I have about mm I'd say 10 to 15 feet of thin gauge wire. I'm not sure exactly what the gauge is, but I'm guessing it's north of 20, probably 25. But this could be used to extend an antenna you already had. So if you had an end-fed half wave and a piece of it broke, Mm -hmm. like something got stuck in a tree or it got snagged or whatever, you could just splice this onto the end of it and get back up on the air pretty easily with that. The thing that uh, most everybody will need in a ham radio survival kit these are two coax adapters mm. this is the UHF connector PL 239 and so sorry PL259 and so239 connectors to their counterpart BNC component. so most QRP radio use BNC connectors mm-hmm but oftentimes our coax is going to be standard UHF connectors. So this is both sides of a potential coax connection Okay. for both radio to and from and out and in, etc., etc. Now, this is a BNC binding post. This works with the yellow wire, the, the 15, 20 feet of wire, and the alligator clip. This takes that BNC connector, which is a center pin and then a shield uh-huh. for ground, and it splits it out into a post on the left and the right. One is red, one is black. So you just run a wire through that little hole, mm-hmm. one of each. This is a ground wire, lays on the ground, mm-hmm. and this is the antenna wire that goes up in the air. And you can use an antenna like the, like the Elecraft KH1 I have here to potentially get a long wire antenna in the air. That's just you know wire you can scrounge or you can use the wire that's already here. All kinds of stuff you could do in that in that regard. I have a power pole connector, no connection bits to it, just the loose connector. And,
1: you know, all this time you were talking about Anderson power poles, and I don't know that I ever understood what it looked like.
0: Yeah, it's literally they're just they're they're mated so that you can just plug them in and they lock in place. Oh, that's power. That's the power pole, positive and negative. So I have a piece of gaffer's tape on the lid, black tape, Mm -hmm. and that has the uncrimped connectors under the tape. So if I needed to re-splice a wire or if I came across a wire that didn't have – like it it got torn off, broken connector, whatever, I could recrimp using my um, EDC multi-tool that I always have with me to be able to get it back up on the air. And then the last item – oh, no. There's a couple more things. Uh, One of the last items. This is something that has kind of been pretty revolutionary. There's something called power distribution.
1: Uh Uh-huh
0: with USB battery banks. Have you heard of this? No. So a USB battery bank, um, the newer ones, they have the ability to kind of like smartly adjust the voltage output. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, It depends, though, if you have the right connectors. And so what this is is this is the coaxial connector for my KH1 or many other radios. They share the same connector. And it will take a USB connection in and it will step up, basically step up the USB power bank, which generally top out at 5 volts. Mm-hmm. This will put out 12 volts. Oh. This will run an amateur radio. Most QRP radios this will run, mm-hmm. including my, my KH1. So this goes in there, just the connector, in case I find a USB power bank, I could just plug it in there and I could recharge my Just find my it at the radio. top
1: of the mountain? No,
0: I mean like any situation, <laughs> wherever you're at. This could be something that you, you take uh, in your luggage in case you forgot something, some bit of your kit. Uh, I do have one piece of right in the rain. This is impregnated paper that you can, it, you, it doesn't get, like it doesn't if it get gets pregnant, wet, uh, like a wax material so that when you write on it, it won't the ink won't wash off. Oh. So, and then underneath that, as, uh, as you kind of already talked about, I have a razor blade. Oh. No. So you already kind of foreshadowed what I had in my little kit.
1: No, no kit is complete. No Altoids kit is complete without a razor blade.
0: Is that how, is that right? Mm-hmm. Have you watched some of those videos before? I have. Have you really? hmm What do you think about them?
1: I think it's a cool trick, dude.
0: <laughs> I think it's like super novelty. You know what I mean? Like how much of this stuff is actually really usable?
1: I mean, I don't think it's bad for like a Cub Scout just starting out in a thinking about preparedness
0: Mm -hmm. okay okay
1: and it's a fun thing for them to put together and ben loves altoids so (laughs) that's
0: coming soon to a pack meeting near you
1: (laughs) give it give it to everybody at the pack meeting that might be fun which we missed today so oh because they had to go to kung fu
0: oh where was that at where's the meeting nixon interesting so what does that mean do we have makeup or something
1: no it's a, not a den meeting it's just where they talk about their adventures and whatever
0: oh this was the the, the large meeting yes i don't like the large
1: meeting. i know Maybe that's probably, why i didn't make you go not very good and that's why i didn't make you go without the scouts
0: i am here to take notes <laughs> my wife asked me i to... am
1: here as proxy to
0: take notes. Uh, she told me explicitly to dress horribly and face the opposite direction of whatever is going on and just yell at nothing. That was my explicit direction. I will be acting as Edison today, I'll be playing the part of Edison. Let us begin.
1: I just realized that I do need you to come to the Veterans Day ceremony because we're doing a flag ceremony after. And I don't know how to fold the flag properly.
0: (laughs) What, What do you mean? Oh, the kids have to do this? Yes. You're having Edison's pack?
1: Not in front of everyone. It's going to be after. Oh, yeah. good.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm like...
1: <laughs> seven-year-olds, please perform this very important
0: Today, we're we going to show you both how to attempt to fold a flag and then the proper disposal by fire of an American <laughs> flag that touches the ground. All of them. Happy all Veterans Day. All of them are burned. They all touch the ground. Every one of them. Everything's just done. Oh, my goodness. I'm... Uh, Okay. Yeah, I need you to do that. I'm a little <laughs> feared about that one, so that's great that you told me. Um, okay, well,
1: we're gonna do that at the sculpture garden, far away from eyes. <laughs> that's
0: that's a good idea. Yeah. Good call. Yeah.
6: <laughs> What's happening? The staircases change. Remember. <laughs>
4: Let's go this
0: way. Before the staircase moves again. Hello and welcome to the email correspondence tower. There is one looming tower in the center. That is where we read your emails if you send them to Leia at hamtactical.com. But there are two outbuildings, one on the left, the other on the right of the tower. The one on the left is the physical mail depot. And that's where you send us literally physical pieces of mail um, to our P.O. box, P. O box 5105 Cerritos California 90703 in I think La- we I
1: think. need to start a linguistics corner where we talk about why certain things in the English language have silent letters like why is there a t at the end of depot <laughs> It's a depot So
0: yeah, I, we, <laughs> we actually we actually have two uh things the, the first is a letter Boy Howdy uh, I got a letter here from Matthew. Matthew, you, you know uh, who you are. You have sent me a nine-page handwritten letter, which we are now going to embark upon.
1: And it's also not on, like, lined, No, torn it's out. it's on nope, stationery. It's really yeah. beautiful.
0: Yeah, and I believe this is written via fountain pen. I think he's uh, using a, a Caveco pen. Anyway, um, or Lamy Safari, I'm unsure. But the thing I want to hit right up front is uh, I've, been, I've been podcasting now this whole time on a mat. A ham radio mat. This oh, This is yes. a very special mat from Quirky QRP. This is, I believe, one of his light-up RGB LED amateur radio pads.
1: Ben has one of these, but it's just a scene of Japan.
0: Great. <laughs> I don't know if like that an was anime scene one of my options. Yeah, just like a street. It's really yeah. weird. Uh, this is very helpful because obviously it's cool because it's RGB, but it has all the same stuff that you've already seen probably on the mat that you've seen on the live stream. So this is likely. It's a gonna...
1: mat now with epileptic shock.
0: Now but... with the ability to give you seizures. Uh, no, no, it won't. It doesn't. It doesn't really it, flash it's not fast that fast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, super super cool. So you'll likely see it on one of my upcoming after chats or live streams where. I will have this mat down that you can take a look at. But without further ado. All right. So this was dated October 29th. Dear Josh and Leia and maybe Ronald Beavers. A few weeks ago, I asked Josh on his after chat which fountain pen he would recommend for a beginner. Lamy Safari was the one of the recommendations as well as Caveco. I decided to go with the Lamy Safari charcoal black with the black extra fine nib. Okay. I wasn't sure where to shop for these things, pens, ink, etc. So I found JetPens.com. The other one that I use most often is Goulet Pens, but JetPens is good too. Do you think that's a good source? Yeah, JetPens is fine. Uh, I generally go with Goulet. I'm sure you can tell, but maybe not. But I am writing this letter with the new Lammy. I was thinking that I was going to write this in cursive, but yeah, that last time I could remember writing in cursive was... Using an old-time... Oh, see, I'm, 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 I read the parts in the parentheses. I'm not supposed to do that. Back in 1994 or so, when I was in second grade, I'm sure if I attempted to write in cursive now, it would look exactly like my second grade writing. <laughs> so I will spare you the trouble, thank you, of trying to read it. I know how much you struggled the last time <laughs> someone sent a letter. Moving on. So I'm not sure if I like this pen yet. It just doesn't fit well in my hand. It either crams or falls asleep. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. I'm sure I am holding it too tight. You're likely holding it too tight. Uh, Further, uh, extra fine nibs can be a little bit scratchy for people. I often go with a uh, medium or a broad, depending on who the maker of the pen is. Notice the change in penmanship uh, over the last couple of lines. Yeah, I'm fighting that tingling sensation in my hand. Maybe I need to see a doctor. Yeah, you just gave yourself fountain pen carpal tunnel. Just like amateur radio practice makes perfect. I'm not ready to give up on it yet, but I'll probably look at some different pens in the future. Also note that the ink can change the flow of the pen itself too. Okay. So different ink manufacturers flow differently. They can flow better, smoother, Whatever. Mm. I just have no idea where to try and get them. Have you ever
1: thought of a ballpoint? <laughs>
0: <That's... laughs> have you ever thought of a, uh, uh, what are the, the gel, the gel pens? Uh, the Those gel are S's popular. are amazing. They're quite popular. I just have no idea where to go try them on for size. Craft stores? There are pen shows. Just like there are ham radio shows, there's pen shows. Oh, and there's my actually God. There's actually, I think, more pen shows than ham radio shows. There really aren't stationary shows, stores anymore, so I guess I will have to pay attention. There are. There, there are still stationary stores. I did go ahead and get the converter and the bottle of ink. Good. instead of just using the cartridge that came with it i went with caveco midnight blue it's a good color and i have to say that it looks really nice i have also pointed up some cursive practice sheets so i printed sorry can work on my pensmanships writing letters is a lost art i brought this stationary pad a few years back because i wanted to get into writing letters again as if uh, i was sick of only getting bills in the mail oh, there you go Out of the four family members that I tested by sending a letter to, only my great aunt replied. She engaged in letter writing for a while, but got political on me, so I stopped writing. Oh, no. It kind of ruined the vibe for me. It has been about three years now. Maybe I should get over myself and send her a letter. She went uh, around. she She won't be around much longer. That's true. I was listening to your... Uh, October twenty seventh, two thousand twenty three podcast, and must say how jealous I am after hearing about the scouting event. I never had anything that cool when I was in scouts. Boo fest, I think, not the jamboree thing. The trick or treating. the yeah the the the, uh yeah shooting
1: sports and trick-or-treating
0: i also wanted to mention the thing about girls in scouts i was shocked at first when i heard that the bsa was changing and actively seeking the inclusion of girls in the program but scouts of america i thought about my own experiences in boy scouts and i think that it probably a much needed change i think so too things would have been much better for me and others i think if uh, it was that way when I was in, at least during the crossover period from Cub Scouts to Weeblos to Boy Scout. Coming in as a tenderfoot was a living hell for the first couple of years. Wow. There was so much hazing that it made me dread the day that a meeting was going to happen. I changed troops after a year or so it was the same experience. Some would say, that's interesting. Some would say that it is a rite of passage, but I disagree. There's a difference in teasing and being boys and bonding versus bullying. If we had girls involved, then I think things would have been a lot different.
1: I should clarify mm-hmm. though the packs and the troops are co ed, mm-hmm. the dens are still split by gender. So
0: I don't know that they have to be, though.
1: I haven't seen it's
0: not that It's a not that you haven't path. seen, it. I'm saying I don't think that that's required.
1: I think that's the guidance mm. from the the overarching scout organization. Well,
0: that's a that's a good point. Yeah. Boys are definitely around girls, so I think they will focus more on the skill building. Hazing and bullying than then the, then the hazing and bullying of the new scouts. Anyway, I'm glad your boys have two parents that are active with them in scouts that can make for a great experience overall onto the radio things. Not much going on in my shack lately. I started grad school in August and have almost zero free time. Sometimes, oh, man. Yeah. Sometimes I can check into the commuter net when I'm driving to the field placements and internships, but not always. After several weeks of fighting with a WordPress plugin that provides a live feed from the Facebook group to a web page, we finally got it working. It still needs some work with the code to exchange the appearance of the information that's coming in, and I will eventually figure it out. But if you want to take a look and let me know what you think, that would be great. Um, oh, I'm talking about my club. My club's webpage. Okay, for radio. Got it. Not my club, the club I am a member of, k7swi.org. So, you guys, everybody listening, go check that out. It's a work in progress, but my idea was to bring the element of what is going on in the Facebook group to the webpage to show people how active it is, but not leave anyone out who isn't on Facebook. I deleted my account many, many years ago because of the toxic. Because of how toxic my feed had become, the club is very active in Facebook, so it made things difficult to find out what was going on. This feed embedder should minimize that for those who don't like social media. All right. Okay. My next project for the webpage is making a photo carousel that will be placed on the webpage to show... Nice. Yeah, show the activities the club participates in. It's just finding the time. I love this club, so I will do my best to make it happen. I am no computer programmer or coder, but I am an amateur radio operator, so I can figure it out. Trial and error is the best way to learn. You mentioned SSTV on that podcast, and that has always been something I wanted to play around with. I think I remember seeing a video that you did a long time ago, but I'm not sure. Did you ever do a how-to? Oh, absolutely did I do a how-to. <laughs> how-to,
1: how did yeah. you?
0: Speaking of TV, do you remember my not-for-podcast email I sent about the around the Huntsville Ham Fest about doing something with ATV and SHF with the ICOM radios? I responded to your question but didn't hear back from you. Um, I don't know because there was multiple people that reached out to me, and I ended up going up to Crestline. Uh, where we did that video. So if you saw that video, that was what came of me having the 905 for a while. I know you're busy, so, and I didn't, I don't still have the 905, right? I just borrowed it. I know you're busy, so I'm not just bringing it up again. Oh, one more thing. I need some advice on something. I go to Northwest Nazarene University, and the school has, from my understanding, a fairly decent computer science and engineering program. They even have a microelectronics engineering focus. That's kind of cool. A few years ago, they designed and built uh, Idaho, is that Idaho. Idaho's first satellite Makersat 01 or, or mm-hmm. dash zero. It was launched into space aboard a Delta II rocket on November fourteenth, two 2017 from Vandenberg Air Force Base. It was built by a joint venture of students at NNU and nearby Caldwell High School. It was a CubeSat that carries electronics to collect real-time data on the effects of the harsh environments of space on 3D-printed polymer materials. So I'd say that the school was a darn good engineering program. Our club has a lot of Akuma, Akuma... Akuma... And retired engineers. I think there's a word missing. Retired engineers. And so I was thinking it would be great to be involved at the school. Nothing too elaborate, but maybe sponsor a school club. The idea came to mind when having discussions with the president of the club about finding a new location for the club meetings. We currently have them at a local restaurant that is attached to the hotel because they have a banquet room. There aren't many of those around here, and other meeting places can charge a hefty fee for use. I also do custodial work at the school and work in the science building. We have a huge lecture hall that is always unused in the evenings. It has projectors, TVs in the ceiling and microphones of high qual- and high quality streaming cameras. Well, that's you should just do some live streaming from there. <laughs> this would be a perfect place to hold our education meetings and we would be better able to stream the meetings on our Facebook page. We could kill two birds with one stone by having student involvement. It could be like a dual club meeting. That's true. So I'm not quite sure how to go about this. I have somewhat of a foot in since I'm a grad student, albeit in an entirely different department. So more like a little toe in the door. Uh, If the club exists and has a leadership, you just reach out to the leadership. Oh, here we go. I reached out to the professor in the microelectronics department, who also happens to be an amateur radio operator at the technician class level. I think of hinted at starting a club after he responded to my introduction email, but then got no reply after I said, hey, ever thought of starting an ARC? K7NNU. Uh, W-7-N-N-U and N-7-N-N-U are all available call signs. I mentioned also that our club would be interested in working with it and sponsoring it. Nice. Also, also nothing. Womp, womp, womp. I'm still interested in pursuing this idea, but don't want to come off as pushy. Even if he doesn't want to do it, that is okay. But having his blessing would help secure the space to do so. How would you go about it? If we can't use that space, there is like three or four other lecture halls that are unused. So I'm a little
1: unclear. Was the request just flat out made? Or was... Sounds
0: like he reached out to the professor. I don't know that he went and talked to him. I think he just emailed him.
1: But did he, in emailing the professor, was it a discussion about, oh, a collaboration? Or was it in the body of the email that he needed the professor's help for the space?
0: So it sounds like so rereading this again, I said, "Hey, ever thought of an a r c and mentioned also about our club would be interested in sponsoring it and got nothing back.
1: So well, I there was mean, no if, response I, I but is the request specifically because they need the space because it might be much easier so a lot of times when you're asking people for something, it is." If you're not clear on specifically what you're asking, they're going to be hesitant to reply because Mm -hmm. they don't know if it's going to be big or small. If what you're asking for is just help securing a space, that's probably something pretty simple for that professor to do. Mm -hmm. And if he knows that's all you're asking for, you might get a better response.
0: That is a good point. Yeah, very clear. We don't know what the email entailed, so it was
1: if it didn't entail if it didn't. It was a nine-page
0: email, Leah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's uh, there's just very few words on each page no of course yeah. of course
0: no I'm, I'm just kidding uh if okay and now you gotta now i now i lost my place Leah. even if he doesn't want to do it that's okay but he having his blessing would help well we already mentioned that if we can't use that space there are like three or four other lecture halls i just think it's a great opportunity for the university to come uh, to the community and foster a space for learning and experimentation with technology so Yeah, I think as,
1: as long as you're super clear that what you're really asking for help mm-hmm. with is to secure the a, a venue mm-hmm. that aligns with this professor's objectives, mm-hmm. then I don't think you're going to have a problem.
0: The other option you might want to check out and see if they have a makerspace, mm-hmm. if they have a makerspace, go talk to those people. Right. And and get yeah. involved with them. Um, as a grad student, you should have access to the makerspace and just say like, hey, would, would anybody interested in this amateur radio thing? And yeah. oftentimes the makerspaces will have like meetings, you know, after hours events that you can put on there, which um, is a good way of doing that as well. We love sharing knowledge and learning, and it would be a win for everybody involved. Thank you so much for what you do and in and keeping us connected to the hobby and service. I can't always play radio, but the podcast and YouTube keeps me interested and involved. Very truly yours, Matt Laura, KK7NKU. Well, thank you. I appreciate thank you, Matt. that. Yeah, that's super nice of you to take the time and write all that. And man, I hope you're. Your, your wrist your hand is okay. didn't fall off. <laughs> but that was pretty good. Your penmanship is, is very nice. You, you know, even though you're getting used to running the fountain pen, it, it looks great. So you did a great job. Okay. uh, That is it for the physical mail. So that means we're going to head on over to the voicemail annex. Leia, how would someone send us a voicemail if they wanted to just talk at us instead of sending a handwritten letter or an email?
1: They can call 562-334-2389.
0: Excellent. Let's do it.
2: Hey, HRC crew, this is Wes, hey, K-I-5-W-E-S. Wes. i have been meaning to put this in the email, but uh, it's on the topic of ratchet straps, oh, which on, everybody man. loves. Yeah. I <laughs> had a log truck that I managed getting a head-on collision the other day with a car. It's okay. Everybody walked away. Oh, Praise God. the Lord. But he had the load properly strapped down and not a single log moved. That makes all sense All that for inertia lots. and all that kinetic energy, and they still held in place. That's the importance of ratchet straps, whether you move in shelves, hay bales, or logs. So just wanna drop in and stir the pot a little bit. KI5WES.
1: I want everybody to know that mm-hmm. Josh helped transport a bunch of stuff for the Chinese school office only secured with some bungees. Okay.
0: I used a ratchet strap <laughs> on the bottom. No. That's how I, I secured not. everything into the, the bed because did it not was see it. what are you just saw about? a bungee. There were bungees. Oh, there was absolutely bungees. Yeah. I didn't see a Uh, ratchet strap. Bungees go beyond your use of cones.
1: Because it was already secured with straps that were tied. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's right. Never forget the, (laughs) I don't know how to use the ratchet (laughs) strap. Let's just tie these things together.
1: Yeah. I tied it. And I didn't have to tie anything together. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was one piece
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: of strap that I ratcheted with a knot.
0: <laughs> so you thanks, think, thanks a lot, Wes. You, you <laughs> folded it back on itself. So there's already a piece down and then you brought the other loose piece yes. together and then tied that down?
1: I, yeah, tied them together.
0: Did you have somebody like take their finger and hold it while you tied a big bow on it? <laughs> that joke has been made already. <laughs> has it? It was a really good one. Hey,
5: Josh and Lad. I got a first for uh, my uh, ham career, so to speak. Uh, this is Mike uh, WX Hero, Mike my Hey, Mike, Mike Hello. by the way. Uh, I've got my good, good uh, repeater etiquette. Anyway, um, we are putting up a, a replacing, technically, a repeater off of our hospital system oh, man. Uh, today and so this is the first time i ever really get to help uh set up a repeater essentially and uh we need a lot of crew because we got all these heavy uh, racks and things over uh, a bunch of walkways and stuff so it's not just an easy install either or at least an easy haul mm-hmm. so we're uh Going to be doing that, and uh, I'll probably record a TikTok as well, showing kind of cool. uh, where we're at and what we're doing. So uh seven threes, and I'll probably call again later. Bye.
0: Great. All right. That's I
5: really cool,
1: Mike, because I, I think most people actually don't have an, any experience putting oh, up a no. repeater. Oh yeah. no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never I've never installed a repeater. Yeah,
1: you're so inexperienced at ham That's radio. That's
0: <laughs> There's many areas that I'm inexperienced in.
5: Yeah, Josh and Leah, this is James, J-I-5-O-E-V. Hey, James. And i uh, got a couple of things that I need to hit uh, for subject ideas. Um, first is keep doing the W practice.
1: Well, this voicemail's stopping. Um, it helped me out <laughs> at a
5: an escape room two, two Saturdays ago. We were at a birthday party and in order to get out, we had to figure out what the Morse code was.
4: What? I didn't
5: have a key, but the word that it spelled was R U N. And guess what? That was two of those letters were what you were. Oh, yeah. Uh, using for practice.
1: Wow. On. you? Uh, yeah. the
5: podcast. And the N, I just happened to know. And the next thing, well, that
1: really copy, worked out for you, it sounds copy like. copy of
5: the Month Club, the sticker that you should have, and this is a first idea, if you will, or to assist you, the, the sticker, the monthly sticker should have something like Winter Field Day or some kind of... Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. They will be ham radio
4: radio-related
5: <laughs> idea on it, like Field Day in, uh, in June and... Sure. Just something like that uh, I feel would be really helpful to cams. Uh, they'll be reminded.
1: You're talking about a calendar day, of method. Song, <laughs> uh,
5: that they can participate in some kind of contact photo thing, uh, jamboree on the air. You mm-hmm. know, there's always something that we can do. And I'm not making your sticker uh, production any easier. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. But no, it's good. That might help you along with making both different, unique stickers. Well, thank you. And get yes. So if you get it on January 1st, and it reminds me that winter field day is in late January. That's a good point. Or something like that. That could be uh, kind of a cool thing. Uh, but again, it's not making your uh, production of the sticker any
1: easier. So what I'm hearing is...
5: Yeah. Well, before January's the, coffee needs uh, to be compatible with booze. It's me. I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> you guys have, have agree to all on the Ham Radio Crash Course podcast.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that uh, voicemail. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you so much, James. Much appreciated. Hang on one second. I'm
0: hanging. I'm this hanging out.
1: I'm not sure if this is going to come through. Okay. I have like a two minute voicemail here. Mm hmm. That sounds like it's completely silent. So I'm going to wow. go to the <laughs> next one.
0: Okay, I'm Come I'm on ready.
1: Play. I'm trying. I'm trying.
0: I promise. I'm I'm ready, Leah. I'm ready. Are you on the edge of your seat?
2: have about a month and a half or so oh. going to places I've already hold on, been. Hold on, hold on. I finally oh, got the what, chance to uh, go to. Uh... <laughs> okay. Here. Okay. Hey, Leah. Josh It's "Ham Solo."
4: Hey, Ham Solo. Zero, Fox
2: Front, Yankee Romeo. So after a period of about a month and a half or so going to places I've already been I finally got the chance to uh, go to uh, one of the places I, I mean needed. it's going to be real hard so to like Tennessee, get to and then, those uh, other drove places. over to North Carolina wow and mm-hmm. uh, got on top of uh, Clingman's Dome which oh. is a 10 point summit <gasps> a 10 point in North summit Carolina, which is also in the uh, Great that's, Smoky Mountains and on the Appalachian Trail and so oh, I was wow. able to do two potas and a soda all at Whoa. the same time and got North Carolina activated running QRP uh, five watts with my Pac-10 nine-to-one random wire, about 29 foot long, and my IC-705. So now I got North Carolina activated. That's my 40th Congratulations. state for wow. parts on the air and my 36th state for summits on the air. Wow! And if you remember, there's five states that don't have summits. So I'm pretty much right in line.
0: That's amazing. The only one extra I have to
2: do are parks is Florida. That's one of the ones that doesn't have a summit as well. And so just giving you a status update. Hopefully while I'm here in Tennessee, I'll be able to knock out uh, Tennessee and maybe another state. I'm not sure uh, the timeline would work. But uh, until then... This is Ham Solo, K-0-F-Y-R-73.
0: Well, that's awesome. Good job. Way man. to go,
1: K-Fire. Okay, there's a follow-up. Uh-oh. Hold on one second. Boom. Hey, and
2: Josh. This is Ham Solo here, Kilo 0 five Hello tri- again. K K-Fire. So I got to sneak out early this morning and uh, just knocked out South Carolina. Carolinas are done. Check, check. And summits <laughs> on the air. So that is the 41st state now for... Wow and the 37th state for summit and uh, going back into tennessee uh where i actually have the conference the uh, military conference uh, I'm that i'm supposed to be doing starting tomorrow and so i'm going to see if i can knock out tennessee uh early this afternoon before i have to go set up the booth at the conference so uh just like giving you a heads up uh knocked out another state for summit uh, summits and parks on the air And uh, getting close to being uh, done, getting harder to uh, find places for sure.
1: Exactly. That was a
2: QRP 5 watt from South Carolina. I got into New York and Wisconsin and uh, Minnesota. Wow, that's pretty good. I'm sorry, uh, Michigan, as well as down into Florida. But that should be, it's right there. That's excellent. And anyway, this is K0FYR73.
1: Man. You know what? Hemsel is like living the dream. He is. He works like a super cool job. Yeah. He travels the entire country. Mm-hmm. He has enough time to go hit summits and parks on the air.
0: Yeah, super cool.
1: Just, that's awesome. I, I have to know what he's going to do to celebrate, right? It's he's going <laughs> to go
0: activate he... another park. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Hello, Leah
6: and Josh. This is Randy, KTE, hey, working down in my basement here. It's the Randy. the Randy. The
1: Randy from Ham Nation.
6: Listening to you talking about Art Bell and Wayne Green. I actually okay. met when- You know what? Randy has just the best voice
1: for radio. I just. That's amazing.
6: Wayne mm-hmm. Green, back in the. Oh, geez. Must have been the mid 70s. My colleague's radio buddy and I, we went on a. Um, kind of a camping trip from Rochester, New York. We went up to the top of Mount Washington. We went to Polypax, which was a a big uh, component surplus uh, mail order place back in the day through there. And then we went over to New Hampshire and went to Wayne Green's house, publishing headquarters, and had a nice chat with him. Wow, that's And while we were there, he showed us the first issue of Bike Magazine that he started. So um, he was uh, into all sorts of magazines and stuff. He had, um, I think, a standard uh, 146 A-HT, which was the pretty much the hot radio back then. Uh, I think it was like five channels of crystal control. <laughs> Boy, how <laughs> things change. That's anyway, impressive. I just wanted to relate my experience with seeing Wayne Green. He was a very interesting character, and thanks for all the good work that, that you two do so. oh thank you, Randy. From Randy K7AGE on the Southern Oregon Coast in Gold Beach, Oregon.
0: Bye bye. Oh, that was nice. Oh, Aw, thank great. you for
1: all you do, Randy. Yeah, always, always great to see him on HamNation.
0: I know. I love his updates, his video updates. He's he just great stuff out there. And sorry, I missed going to Pacificon.
1: <laughs> sorry, Randy. <laughs> everybody's
0: they're all rubbing it in on me. They're like, Oh, sure, God, everybody's asking about you. <laughs> That was Gordo yesterday. Oh, I hear something. Oh, it's like.
1: Well, that's not that's not really listenable. I think somebody I'm sorry. dialed
0: us. All right, here we go. We're, we're on somebody's uh, speed Hello. dial. Yeah.
2: This is a test of the early pun warning system. This is only a test. In a true emergency, you would be unpaired because y'all are
4: awesome
2: (laughs) like that i asked my wife when her birthday was she said march 1st i said okay then walked around the room and then walked up to her and asked again
1: (laughs) you know it's a good one when josh is shaky-headed about it
0: (laughs) i just i saw that coming a mile away <laughs> I saw that one. I, I could, I could visualize that punch, that uh, that punchline.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, the early pun warning system. Mm,
3: yes, thank you. So my number is. No, I'm just joking. This is Kilo One, Mike Zulu Hey, Nathan. Hey. Nathan in Southern Vermont, and I just wanted to continue the ham radio conversation. I decided recently I wanted to get some. Like uh, ham radio headphones with the the microphone, and I um kept getting little ads on Instagram and stuff. Instagram ads are Ohio,
1: way targeted.
3: And yeah. radio, and they were having uh, through all of November they're having ten percent off plus a higher percentage off beef stock. Beef um, stock on their website. Mm. so I've been looking at. Um, some of the Hyle Pro Set Elite ones. So, not like the, just the oh, general me, ones. You need to buy half yeah, a cow. Other than enough quality <laughs> to go with my 7300, 7, so yeah. I had to get the specifically IC ones uh, because of uh, how the microphone is powered. So, I compared the Hyle ham radio price with a 10% off. And then I looked at, um, ham radio outlet DX engineering stuff and actually um, even after the 10% off for the HIO ham radio uh, HRO had it a little bit lower to like uh, like maybe 185 right 184 um, just with a a discount that HRO was having Um, but I also saw that there was some uh, a consignment one for like 129 or whatever so I thought, hey, let's save some I'll money. Let's go consignment, for the consignment.
1: Whatever. Get some get some let's, money uh, in some and some other hands. hands. Assuming some the discounts
3: are equipment. You know. From a trusted source. So I ordered it up, ordered the adapter that goes with it, and I'm gonna pause here. I don't time out the
0: <laughs> Okay. Lay's gotcha.
3: Maybe. Maybe. And the saga of Kilo One Mike AlphaZulu headset continues. So I was saying that I saw those consignment ones and so I ordered it up, ordered the adapter to go with the 7300 and kind of ordered a a separate foot pedal that was, um, that people sold on Amazon or whatever, that they had worked with their radios, just a simple foot pedal thing. As long as the technology is there, it doesn't have to be expensive, I can upgrade it later. So I ordered it up maybe last Friday, and then I got a call on Monday morning Or um, saying, like, hey, um, from HRO, um, hey, um, we just want to let you know the headset that you ordered, the um, Heil Satellite in Anaheim. It was in Anaheim. It was a consignment. And um, so that those are broken or they're damaged or whatever. So do you want your refund or do you want to buy the full set? I'm like, I was going to get the full set anyway. I just saw there was consignment. So I might as well get the, the difference. Uh, and uh, so he's like, okay, you want to pay for it? I said, yeah. Uh, so he pay, I did PayPal, and he had it sent out that same day, received it the very next day. So that's kind of... That's the kind of service that you can get from HRO. So I, I appreciate HRO for uh, personally calling me, um, offering some options, and providing me with headphones, and they work, and I tested them, and people are hearing me. So I just got to wait for the foot pedal to come. <laughs> so it's Akilo and Mike Avazulu, appreciative uh, in Vermont. Right Southern on. Vermont, that is. Bye-bye. Very good. One,
1: one more voicemail oh. from Nathan. And okay. This is the last voicemail.
3: Okay. This is Kilo One, Mike Alfazulu, in um, and unrelated to my earlier discussion. Um, with all this discussion on the Ham Radio um, Crash Course Podcast Discord channel, um, everyone joined Discord um, about Burger King. It's an interesting timing with um, something that happened in my town. Um, in early COVID, in like maybe October 2020, they closed our Burger King because the franchise uh, contract ended and the guy wanted to get out of the business. So we didn't have a Burger King until last Saturday. They had um, someone else come in and built a new Burger King because the other other one was ugh, stuck in the 80s. Um, so, there's just, there's just been a lot of long, long lines at the new For Burger, burger King. King. I'm hoping it'll just even out, and, um, because it's very close to where I work, it's actually the same plaza, so it's, um, a little bit too convenient to go there. Um, but, um, I don't know. I just realized, you go there, and you're like, ah, I love Burger King, I haven't had in a long time. And then you have the food. <laughs> You're like that's ah, okay, but at least the lines at McDonald's are shorter. So this is Keto and Mike Alzulu. Let's throw some ham radio in there. Um, I like ham radio, and I was telling a new guy that started at work about some ham radio stuff. Yeah, here, here here's another one. He's 19. He's never heard of amateur radio. He's never heard of ham radio. Oh wow. So now he has. I told him about it. He's like, That's kind of cool. And like about using 100 watts, speaking like all across the, the nation and across the world, into like Ukraine and all these other places. So he thought that was cool. And maybe I'll follow up um, and, and on his interest. I don't know. He's 19. Oh, my young minds. Okay. Oh, this Kilo one my company <laughs>
0: Indeed.
1: All right. Well, Thanks, thank Nate. you so much, Nathan. I will note that there was a long conversation about Burger King in the HRCC podcast discord. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's uh, there's a TikToker who does uh, fast food secrets. Mm-hmm. who is He's really hilarious. But I felt like I was getting a fast food secret when I found out that Burger King has a fresh off the grill button. And unless... Mm-hmm. You ask specifically for it; it won't be charbroiled right off the grill.
0: Yeah, I don't understand, but I, I guess it makes sense. They can only be so fast and ready. Right, the charbroiled. So, so right. now
1: I know. Always ask for that to be clicked. I also saw a video mm-hmm. of a guy who was basically challenged to place all of the fast food fries mm-hmm. right. And there were 12 or 15 different fries that he needed to place.
0: Like he needed to pick who they were from?
1: Blindfolded. Okay. So, right off the bat, Chick fil A waffle fries, right? Yeah. You got that. And then uh, the crinkle cut fries. Del Taco. Uh, I don't think they were in California because he oh. didn't even mention Del Taco. Oh. Uh, Raising canes.
0: Raising canes, sure.
1: And then one of the things that got me was he was talking about the Burger King fry. Mm-hmm. And he nailed the Burger King fry right off the bat. And he, he felt it. And he was like, uh, based on the thickness, and he bit into it. And he was like, oh, and the way the potato comes out of the fry, that's
0: a Burger King fry. Yeah, there's a, like like a King shell almost on the Burger yeah. King fry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I
0: was so impressed. I actually like the Burger King fries. I, I generally like Burger King. I know that Burger King's getting a really – they're getting dragged to the mud. The one that was down the street just went out of business. It's crazy.
1: I don't think people dislike Burger King. There's oh, just I'm, another Burger King in the city.
0: Oh, I know multiple people that have like, been Hating actively complaining King. about Burger King. Like a, a YouTuber I follow, this guy named Moist Critical... Uh, he totally was bagging on Burger King. Just saying, what hates them? Just, just hates. the doesn't food. Doesn't like hates the it. king or no? Just hates the food. Like they they do these they do these ranking videos where they buy like all the things you know and then they they rank them. Like he's a he's a big Taco Bell guy. Like Taco Bell's actually come a long way if you think about it. They have a, what? Dude, Taco Bell's a pretty okay menu now. I've I've they, only
1: ever ordered the same thing all the time
0: from Taco Supreme. Yep. Oh, my God. That's it. Uh, Crunchy shell go. taco supreme. That's the, the most... only thing. Ugh. Anyway. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> that closes the door on the voicemail annex. We are going to start climbing up the tower. You can email us again at leah at ham dot com. We love to hear your stories as you journey through the wonderful hobby that is amateur radio. If you have questions, obviously hit us up about those. And uh, just random potpourri as well, but we love it if you send us merch ideas. If you go to hamtactical.com, that is the merch store that helps to fund our little show here. We post your merch ideas, and if you send us a merch idea and we like it, we produce it, we'll send you one for free for taking the time and trying to help us out. So we really do appreciate it. Lay at hamtactical.com. That's where you send the emails. Let's get started.
1: The first email is titled, Learn Your Knots.
0: Learn Your Knots. This is
1: directed at me. Mm -hmm. And this is from David. (laughs) Hi, Leia. Just to rehash something from a few weeks ago, as an adult leader, you really need to learn how to tie a correct knot. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that's a scout leader. Mm. Um, And uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I'm a bad scout leader. I think I'm a pretty good scout leader. I just don't know how to do most of the scout
0: stuff
4: (laughs)
1: just like layup yeah there is a like not i don't know how to do i don't know how to fold. but so many other things i do know how to do no there's a whole
0: (laughs) great many things that you have no idea what you're talking about
1: like a cub scout leader
0: okay cub scout leader sure like when 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 uh when we had to carry the the wooden as you called them sticks <laughs> to make the archway and my just having to explain that to you and you were like i was but never why, a though? scout no but you, just that's what i'm saying when you tell me like oh i know so much about scouting and then i'm like oh yeah tell me about frontiering and you're like what is what is this like what is all this about
1: i mean in terms of a sc- a Cub Scout leader.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm a pretty good assistant den leader. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm so
1: I would never be a good den leader, <laughs> but as an assistant den leader, I'm solid. And unlike a lot of other dens in our pack,
0: oh, I'm wow. gonna
1: throw shade around. Wow. Right wow. Now, all right. I always try to make it so the, the adventure is not just us meeting all at the same place every time mm-hmm. at like some park or something. Okay. I always try to make it so that if there is like the best way I can do it, we will do it. So like council fire for Edison's. The reason we are doing a service event Mm -hmm. and giving out service flags Mm -hmm. and then doing the Pledge of Allegiance Mm -hmm. is because one of the elements of council fire is to honor veterans and service members. Okay. So what better way? than to be a part of a city's Veterans Day ceremony. Okay. That's, that's pretty cool, man.
0: These kids have not practiced flag handling. They're not they are not good. doing
1: that in front of... They haven't learned flag handling.
0: But you're expecting them to walk out with the flags.
1: No. They're just going to say the Pledge of Allegiance.
0: Oh, okay. They know how to do that.
1: Yes. They've been practicing every day since they've been in school.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were doing like the full color ceremony, and I was like, "You have no, you have made a gross. No, they're just gonna gross- They're just
1: gonna get on stage and do the pledge. Okay, and then they're they're passing out flags. The city has different flags for each branch of the military that they give out. Okay, and they're going to, as the veterans are checking in, mm-hmm. they will say which branch they're from. Oh, cool. And then the scouts will give them the flag for that branch.
0: Oh, cool. All right.
1: Yeah." Which is like very cool and probably nobody else in our pack has ever done this. Right. Right. And then the same thing with like art. I actually like brought clay for them to do their own art for whatever that adventure was. I'm just saying here you go, kid
0: here you go, kid, do art. I go go the I go
1: the extra mile, is what I'm saying. So as an assistant den leader, I think I'm nailing it. Mm -hmm. As a den leader I don't know how to do enough scouting stuff, and I'm assuming that's why our den leader keeps trying to get me to go to like balloon training. And I'm like, I don't want to be a bear. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even have my pilot's license. I don't, I don't know, know what, what I... you're asking from me.
0: <laughs> what was the What was the woman's name in Tailspin? Is it Angela? I don't remember. She was like the businessy lady. Yes, that's you.
1: That's with the
0: the shoulder pads and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoulder pads on a bear. Solid. That's it, yeah.
1: All right. I don't know if she was actually a bear. She wasn't a bear? I don't know. Was she like a cougar? Oh my God, was she a cougar? No,
0: she was not. All
1: right. Well, David continues... I have been an adult leader for all three of my sons and took pride in being the quote unquote not Nazi for
0: all of the years they were in. The not not I don't know. I don't know
1: if we used that last part anymore.
0: Don't know if that's what we want to go on. But
1: Josh actually knows quite a few knots. He's where where I falter. Josh and I together would make a good dead leader. (laughs) Just your scouting knowledge. And my my event Big shoulder skills. pads and <laughs> business acumen. We, you would be Baloo, and I would be <laughs> the whatever animal in the shoulder pad. <laughs> Every leader needs to be able to use the correct knot for. Rebecca. Using Her name is Rebecca. A, and what animal was she?
0: I don't know. I'm looking at it. I'm trying to figure it okay. out. Okay.
1: Every leader needs to be able to use the correct knot using a bow knot to secure a bookshelf to a one F F-150. That's right. Does, does not do it next time. Try two half hitches or better yet, a taunt line hitch. Taunt line. It says taunt.
0: It's not. It's okay. not.
1: As so always. We don't, we, don't taunt, we don't taunt the line, Leah. Taunt it into shrinking. <laughs> taunted until it gets tight you know as always from david ab9yg i'm not i'm not against learning knots mm-hmm. you know okay i'll I'll learn it along with the scouts about
0: that dude rebecca Cun- uh, cunningham who was the female lead in uh, yeah. tailspin she was a divorcée I didn't remember any of this. This is a Disney show. This is
1: like a real intricate backstory they yeah, made
0: for this, this lady. Disney Wikipedia is insane on this. Uh, I don't know what the heck she is, though. I don't, I don't it know. doesn't detail. It doesn't have a picture of what she is. I mean, I'm I'm literally looking at her. I don't know what she is. What? I guess she's a bear.
1: I, she has to be because Baloo and then Little Buddy. That's a bear. Okay. All right. You don't know bears. She's a brown bear, okay? <laughs> the next email is titled, Regarding Turnkey HF Radio from Ellacraft. hmm This comes Regarding. from- Yes. This comes from Brian. Hi, Josh and Leia. Hi, Brian. New listener here. Oh, well, welcome. Oh, hello. Slowly working on my ham technician license. I enjoyed your discussion about Ellacraft's new HF radio and your, deba- your debate on whether the point- the aim of the radio was to offer a mobile ready radio to market or an Apple like just works radio option. You both raise valid points about the purpose and potential impact of the radio. However, I'm inclined to lean more towards Leia's opinion. Well, thank you. I don't. That the radio will have more appeal as a pre built, ready to go solution.
0: I don't know that we disagreed. I don't. We had sides. I don't. And my side I think you can, won. I think you can do both. <laughs> okay. I don't think these sides are mo- mutually exclusive.
1: Another parallel, like it, that, can be drawn here is the transition in the 1990s from hobbyist-built PCs to pre-built home computer offerings from companies like Apple, Dell, HP, Gateway. The barriers to home computing compact, the- right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> EPC.
1: The I mean, we, are we starting? No, with Apple you and Dell? Yeah. I remember e-machines. Oh. But oh. we're gonna start with Apple and Dell and not like Tandy. Like <laughs> Tandy. Tandy was really the first introduction to Tandy like, was home
0: computers. Of, of a certain age group, he's probably he might be younger than us. Okay. But, but I mean there was group, a was whole like, world Tandy? of kidding? like
1: only DOS operated computers yeah. before the the OS two I want to say,
0: Windows three one. No. Yes. Was that
1: this uh, at the same time as the OS two that had the uh, the cat the cat that followed yes. around? That
0: was Windows. Y- yeah. Uh, okay. Windows uh, came out after, so Windows was a copy of uh, what Xerox was making. And right. so was the Macintosh. They both yes. were, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and OS two came later.
1: Like, how brutal do you think that is for
0: <laughs> the Xerox people? Yes, it's literally <laughs> it's a scene in their, the
1: their greatest pain ever.
0: <laughs> there's literally a scene about it in uh, the Pirates of Silicon Valley, where they yeah. were they had a bunch of people that came to look at the computer and the developers for the Xerox machine. Uh, were very. They had a lot of trepidation to show them, and it was somebody either, um, Bill Gates or Steve Jobs says, "Oh, don't worry, it's it's not gonna hurt," and (laughs) and like they commented, "That's what you think, like it's gonna hurt them the most." Yeah,
1: hurt them the most. The barriers to home computing and the internet were almost immediately torn down and made accessible to the masses via ready-made PC solutions. And now, because of those companies and their ready-made PCs, the barriers today to getting started with computers is almost zero. Will we see grandmas and grandpas using ham radios at Starbucks in the near future? Heck yeah. Not likely. <laughs> but by eliminating the technical barrier of learning radios and replacing it with a simple monetary decision, Ellacraft's new radio could enable new hams to get started sooner. And maybe the radio that ushers in the ham error of the noobs versus the leads, and this is spelled correctly, N zero zero B S mm. versus the Correct L three three sevens.
0: I do like N E W B. That's mm. also good. I don't like that as much. Noob. It's not as good, but yeah. it's it it really accentuates the noob because there's new in it, yes, right, right, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: uneducated versus the educated, non-technical versus the technical so yes, i I think that Ellacraft is going the way of all technology. You've got to make it. User-friendly, user-friendly, user-friendly.
0: Well, I mean, we already know they're doing that because at one time, the only radios you could get from Ellicraft were kits. Mm -hmm. And you had to build them. You had to pay a a third party to build them for you if you weren't a kit builder. (laughs) Did you imagine that was a time not too far in the past that, like, that was a real thing?
1: Well, I think what we might see is a gobbling up of... Components companies, because what what ends up happening when you go to pre built, Mm -hmm. right? Then the market for all of the different components to to DIY Mm -hmm. start shrinking because people aren't DIYing. Everything comes with a radio already. Okay, so then those companies end up needing to collaborate with whoever is making the all in one.
0: No, because the components are used in a myriad of other industries. We're uh, the tiniest fish in a massive, massive ocean. Um, I think
1: um, the the fear that a lot of hams have about this coming to a point where it won't be as highly technical. Mm-hmm. I, I mean that that might be happening.
0: Oh, it's for sure happening. Yeah. We've already talked about that. Yeah.
1: So Brian says, thanks for putting out great content. Well, thank you for listening, Brian. Sincerely, Brian. And uh, Brian, good luck on your tech studies. You can do it. You can. You can do it. That's right. The next email is titled, Good Evening from KC1 OHT. Dear Leah and Josh, Socks Girl, KC1OHT, from the HRCC Discord Hello. here. Hey, Socks Girl. Fun conversations on the Discord with Socks Girl. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to drop you guys a quick line Oh, this to humbly... is that whole
0: Dunkin' Donuts thing. You have no concept what Dunkin' Donuts is, right? You've never been to a Dunkin' Donuts. Yes,
1: I have. There's a Where? Dunkin' Donuts in either Bellflower or Paramount or Long Beach. Or
0: have something. you had the bagel, the filled bagel bite things? I have. Oh, okay.
1: I actually used to meet up with my sister once a week at Dunkin' Donuts what? in Huntington Beach.
0: Oh, then you've had Dunkin' Donuts more than I've had And Dunkin
1: I have I 100% had snack bacon.
0: I have, in, I have been <laughs> to the East Coast a myriad of times, and I have never had... I think I've had Dunkin' Donuts one time. I'm, I bought I'm, a black coffee.
1: I am going to say something extremely controversial, because I've had multiple drinks from Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. They are not good.
0: There you go. <sighs> you it done must. It, now. It,
1: it has to be just like the convenience of it. Mm-hmm. And the readily available donuts, which also are not
0: good. Yeah, I... I just,
1: like, I don't know if it's that we're super spoiled in California. We have, like, in one city, probably every two blocks, there is a mom and pop donut shop that is making donuts, like, every night. So they are super, super fresh. Uh And... Like, literally, we have some that are only open in the morning until 3, because that is sufficient business right. for them.
0: Have you ever, do you remember Winchell's? Yeah. I get, like, Winchell's vibes from Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah,
1: even our Yum Yum Donuts out here are better than Dunkin'. Like, oh, like I don't know about Dunkin', that. Dunkin' Donuts taste very stale to me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You just kept digging, man.
1: <laughs> the, but the those bagel, um, those bagel balls are good. But I have to tell you also that we have a, a pretty good bagel place out here called Cassidy's Corner, mm-hmm. and they also make I mean bagel Einstein's balls, and they're solid. All that, yeah. And really, even Panera makes better bagels than. Oh, Duncan. now you're really <laughs> picking <laughs> people like, off. And and the coffee's not good. <laughs> Dang. The refreshers are not good.
0: Dang, Leia. You thought ratchet straps were going to be a problem in your inbox. <laughs> you have pissed off an entire and side I, of a country.
1: I, and I hate to say it because every time I went to the Dunkin' Donuts with my sister, mm-hmm. they gave us so much free stuff on top of the stuff that we ordered. Why? I, I don't know how to get rid of it. <laughs> like there's a Dunkin' near where the kids do Kung Fu during the week. Mm-hmm. And that's where my sister and I were meeting before she moved farther south. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yikes.
1: I just, I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. But they did have seating with plugs.
0: <laughs> and, oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. And, and really, we were meeting to like work on stuff.
0: On right, right, Twitter right. So that's like, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard I hear Starbucks does that.
1: You know, the Starbucks was so much busier than the Dunkin'.
0: <laughs> I wonder why that is. Interesting. I will say I am uh I'm I'm not Starbucks drinks are fine.
4: It's just about the grilled cheese. And
0: we're getting yeah. <laughs> I, I'll I'll get like one of three things a beverage. No none, none of this sugar bomb junk at Starbucks. But I am now one hundred percent you cannot be more on board than I am on Starbucks grilled cheese. The
1: most amazing fast food grilled cheese. It, actually, I think it even beats like made at home grilled cheese. I, which
0: is, I think it does. De-
1: it, that's devastating.
0: I cannot <laughs> express to you all.
1: <laughs> I was talking about this before. You remember Jake went and got one and you were like, eh, whatever about it.
0: Who, Jake? Yeah. Jake was whatever about it? No,
1: you were whatever about it when Jake took a picture with the grilled cheese the size of his head.
0: (laughs) It is, without a doubt, one of the least pretentious and best grilled cheeses I have ever had. Bread's kind of like garlicky, but crispy. And to say that came out of a... Starbucks yeah. is shocking.
1: That and the sous vide egg bites. Those are like the two things. The sous
0: vide egg, like... uh, egg bites are good, but I feel like that's such a mass-produced garbage thing. Like, you could do that at home. That's a doable at home thing. But the fact that they took a grilled cheese, mm-hmm. which arguably everyone can make a grilled cheese, mm, and most like of that. them are pretty good. This one is actually- like, it stands apart.
1: Every aspect of that grilled cheese is good. Like you couldn't go into a restaurant and get a better grilled cheese. I'm than that.
0: I'm, I'm I'm pretty much on the same page with you on this one. Yeah. <laughs> like you could go to a hoity toity restaurant <laughs> that upcharges some ridiculous amount for some super avant-garde did, gourmand yeah. grilled cheese, and I would probably rather have the Starbucks grilled cheese. I just
1: wish they had tomato soup.
0: It seems I, like a I I'm no-brainer. shocked that they don't.
1: Uh, it's like you make oatmeal. How far apart is tomato soup from that?
0: Well, greatly. I mean, in terms of in terms, uh, of one prep. is an. Oak.
1: <laughs> I mean, in terms, and of the other is a service. member of
0: the nightshade family, <laughs> and is a fruit.
1: I mean, logistically how it's significantly different in terms of like keeping it hot and serving. God, it. Dalia, we just we did
0: such a good job explaining the grilled cheese and then you said something so stupid. I'm just kidding. I'm just
1: saying they could go and get bags of panera tomato Oh soup. my god. <laughs> and just I'm sure that the, the Starbucks kitchen could come up with something, like, not in the store, but whatever the site is yeah, that's yeah, yeah. making the grilled cheese I, I am, that is heated.
0: At the- I, I am such a fan of this stupid sandwich that I would say, don't buy anything at Starbucks. <laughs> Just go get the sandwich and walk out. <laughs> I would be shocked if you were not ridiculously impressed by it. I'd be shocked. Shocked. I can't. I can't. Unless you hate grilled cheese. That's the only (laughs) way.
1: (laughs) I'm so glad to have won the grilled cheese war.
0: What grilled cheese war? Again, why? Where is all this contention coming from? No,
1: you just like so disregarded it when I brought it up. Okay. And then Jake even emailed about it and you did not care. You didn't even try it. And then finally I bought you one like last week and you (laughs) just, the realization.
0: That's fantastic. <laughs> I can't, I don't know. You're like, I don't know what else to say.
1: The kids The kids will sometimes just ask for it for dinner. And I'm like, no, that is a sandwich reserved for when mommy needs coffee and she's out of time and you need dinner. <laughs>
0: <That> <laughs> you is. can't, we can't be blowing that one out. That's a special sandwich, kids. That's a, that's a pull cord in an emergency sandwich. Break glass sandwich.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> Shannon says, I just wanted to drop you guys a quick line to humbly ask if it would be possible for me to place the HRCC logo on the backside of my QSL card.
0: Hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, so sorry. So uh, we let the VE team do it. But that's if a... you Would
1: you like to join the VE team?
0: <laughs> I don't think that they put it on their personal qsl card so i think it's just as part of the communique because yeah. it's it's kind of like our branding yeah but not i don't know this is a difficult one i did not expect to get hit with a question like this
1: mm, no i i don't think that works but also a socks girl you can make an awesome logo for yourself yeah yeah but I do appreciate what if the we came love up, for HRCC.
0: We do. What if we came up with a logo that people could use?
1: Oh, like a friend of HRCC? Yeah. All right, done. You got it. That would be fun. Yeah. That's definitely going on the coffee line, too. So.
0: <laughs> We're just adding things. Mind you, uh, <laughs> the year ends soon. Yeah, it will be fine. Yeah, I got, print- okay. I got it. Okay. Thanks. Okay.
1: All right. Well, Shannon continues. Similar to how hams like to show they participate in POTA or are members of the ARRL by using those logos on their QSL card, I would love to show my support and help promote the HRCC Discord podcast and community overall. That's really nice. And we're going to find a way to have you do that.
0: Yeah. Let us. Yes. Let us figure this out. Good question. That will be the next
1: first design. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Yes. Whenever I talk to a new ham that isn't already in the community, I try to get them to join the Discord. Many haven't even heard of the Discord app, Shockface.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Discord, I mean, it's is, yeah. Discord. Discord is definitely something that trends very young. Yes. It is a very young uh, person's application. I get it. But if you tell people that are my age and older, It's IRC with a different look on it. All of a sudden, it gets much, much easier. All right. Much easier.
1: I've said it multiple times over and over, and I will say it again. If it wasn't for the HRCC Discord, I would not be anywhere in ham radio.
0: I think that's true for a lot of people, and I think that's wonderful. It's not because of me. It's because of all the wonderful people that helped make this happen.
1: And if it wasn't for Josh's videos on YouTube, I would never have found HRCC Discord. HRCC Discord has taught me so much and pushed me to learn more, experiment more, and get out there more. If you're not already a member of the Discord, I am 100% with Shannon. The, I mean the mods, the admins, the experts, mm-hmm. j- the members, everybody who's participating in the discord is so amazing. And if you want like fast ham help, there's almost always someone online on ham help and mm-hmm. like they've been known to just hop on voice channels to help yep. people. Yep. You know what I mean? So if so you don't have to type out your problem
0: mm-hmm.
1: in detail. Yeah. You can hop on a voice channel with people and they will help you it is the most unpretentious most intelligent and kind group of hands you're going to find on the internet
0: it's we we literally the 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 community it's one of the ham radio should be self policing we live that we we try and live that we we don't stand yeah. for I mean, honestly, represents
1: the best of ham radio people. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I took both my tech and general and extra exams with the HRCC VEs through Glarg. Great VE team. Good job. HRCC will forever hold a special place in my heart. And I really just want to honor that with a small logo on the back of my QSL card. I'm going to make that happen for you, Shannon. Okay. 73 and 33 to you and yours. kc one oht Shannon in Massachusetts. Lynn, Massachusetts.
0: Well, thank you, Shannon. Appreciate thank it. Socks you, girl. So Appreciate your uh, your supporting us and uh, being an active member of the Discord.
1: The next email is titled, Hams in Israel and Simple HF Setup for Texts. Okay. And this comes from Wes the Leatherman. Ah,
0: oh, Leatherman.
1: Per my last voicemail, ratchet <laughs> straps save lives. That's Leia, right. It's okay. Right. I understand your ratchet strap issues.
0: All in good fun. Thank you. It's it's not as like... You spent more time <laughs> creating knots than just using the ratchet strap the way it was designed. I don't know, man. Yeah, No, I know. I know. Look at me. <laughs> being over here knowing about what happened
1: onto the radio stuff. I believe that the man who runs QSO Today podcast lives in Israel. He does. Has anyone touched base with him amidst all of the warfare? I did. In I emailed his country? him.
0: I did. I emailed him. Um his name Eric doing? Guth. He's hanging in there so far. Um uh, nothing dangerous has happened. I you know, I'm not going to just pull up his email and read it, but uh they're okay. Family's okay. Uh I believe if you listen to his podcast, I think he does have updates, but um i haven't listened in a while but yes i did reach out he's okay so he's excellent
1: okay. this week i got on ebay and ordered an Anytone six 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 this radio came from a smoker and boy can you tell
0: oh boy
1: after i got the smoky smell out i hooked it up to a power meter and it turns out this radio has been peaked and tuned not bad for $175. I paired this radio up with an MFJ hamstick dipole mount and two 7-foot cheap radio setup where you can make contacts. This is it. I was so impressed with this little radio. I am debating selling my expensive CBs and swapping them out with this radio.
0: Wait, what radio is it?
1: It is an AnyTone 6666.
0: Oh, cool. All right. Yeah.
1: I have installed it in my work truck and have made several single sideband 10-meter contacts from the mobile. I can't wait to do some drive-up podas, Just another praise of the Anitone 6666.
0: Yeah, it's cool radio. It really is.
1: Sent from my complete 12-volt station IC703 and Evolve 3 laptop via Vara HF. Wes the Leatherman. KI5 WES. Well, that's fantastic. Congratulations on your score. Uh... I would love to hear how you got the smoke smell out.
0: Mm, there's usually two primary ways to do it. Ozone. Ozone generator is the one. Put it all in a cardboard box, seal it up the best you can, blast it with ozone for like an hour. That will do it. The problem is if you have like tar, like smoke has adhered to the innards of the radio, you almost have to open it up with isopropyl alcohol. And oh my like gosh. Scrub it down with soft brushes. All right. To get the smoke residue off and then hit it with the ozone.
1: Gotcha. And now it's time.
0: It's the final email.
1: I don't think you played the email tower drop.
0: Oh, I didn't. (laughs) You're right. I talked through it.
1: The last email comes from Andrew, and it is titled Reheated Ham from Andrew. Dear Leah and Josh, Andrew WF9N here. Mm -hmm. Don't have really much new to say this week, but I have been wanting to resend my email from a few weeks ago when technical difficulties got in the way. Oh, thanks.
0: Thanks for resending.
1: I could have easily resent it last week, but I wanted to give it a few weeks in hopes that Josh and Leah would forget most of it and it would be like they're reading a whole new email. Anyway, between the time (laughs) change and the long week, I've had both working and activating parks, both solo and with Carlos. Thanks for the contact, by the way, Josh. Mm -hmm. I'm all tired out and really don't have the mental capacity to form complete thoughts. So in order to save my fellow podcast listeners from having to hear my rambling, I'll save... Any additional ham thoughts until the next email. Your boy needs some sleep. Per my last email, here is my last email.
0: <laughs> okay. And literally also yeah. the last email.
1: Yes. Dear Leah and Josh, Andrew here, formal the, the ham formerly known as KE8FHB with a quick update on my ham life. It's been a hot minute since I've submitted any correspondence to the pod. Life has been crazy these last couple of weeks, and I've been one busy bee. One of the many things I've had going on is a bit of promotion at the old United States Postal Office. Congratulations.
0: Congratulations! Yes.
1: I've been converted to full-time career status, which basically means that I will receive a steady work schedule and more opportunities for overtime, as well as those sweet, sweet government benefits. Double congratulations, Congratulations. Andrew. Enough about my career. Time to talk about my more important ham radio career. Mm -hmm. After all, this is a ham radio podcast, and the people crave that sweet, sweet ham radio content.
4: (laughs) Right. Yes.
1: Per, Per my voicemail, I have received a new vanity call sign. I will henceforth be known as WF9N. I would like to thank those in the community that provided helpful answers to my questions about changing my call. Transitioning to a new call sign was a breeze, and now all I have to do is get new QSL cards printed. Also, shout out to the POTA website for being the most well-put-together in the ham radio websites out there. It is. It's so user-friendly and intuitive that it is miles apart from the web 1.0 UX us hams are accustomed to. Mm -hmm yeah absolutely it's like a website that's not built on geocities so (laughs) that's yeah it's it's not
0: it's just that it's simple to use it's intuitive to navigate and everything you need is there to make your life easier like log submitting Mm -hmm. oh my gosh it it works so well good job good job guys good job
1: also per my voicemail i have become a ve
0: oh my congratulations yeah why not there you
1: go. Shortly after getting my extra, I oh. signed up to
0: become a Glarg VE. Do I also extra? Or I, don't I think know we might
1: to... have already, but let's I just think. do it again. Oh, why he deserves
0: not? deserves it. There you go. That's for missing the email the yeah. first time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and shortly after getting accredited with Glarg, I was able to connect with the HRCC VE team with the help of Carlos, introducing me to Heather and Nick.
0: Oh, the best. Heather and Nick
1: are so amazing. Yes. Hi, Heather. Hi, Nick. That Really? Amazing. It's good to have friends in high places, as in parachuting from 10,000 feet high. (laughs) Yes, as Carlos does. Yeah. Last Friday, I sat in for my first session as a VE, again, per my (laughs) voicemail, Mm -hmm. and had a blast. Last night, I helped administer three other exams. I'm so glad to be able to pay it forward and help make new hams and upgrade existing hams. It's like I'm at a higher level in this pyramid scheme we call ham radio. Well, thank you for your service. Uh, your downlines really appreciate you.
0: You're and uh, roughly,
1: your yeah. Cadillac's on the way.
0: <laughs> your uh, What is it? The purple? Or is, or is it pink? What did they do? The Mary caddy? Was it Mary Kay?
1: I don't know. Avon?
0: No, it was Mary Kay. Okay.
1: Well. One last thing real quick. I had an absolute blast participating in Hellfest last week. It was so much fun exploring an obscure digital mode that was new to me and almost a century old. I only made eight QSOs, but it was the most fun I've ever had participating in a contest. Thanks for all those who helped organize the contest, and I look forward to
0: next year. Yeah, I'm waiting to see what the results are on that bad boy. I got a lot of contacts. Did you? Yeah, I did.
1: I mean, I'm not enough to win, though. Maybe. Maybe? Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, Andrew signs off. Peace and love, Andrew. WF to the, the nine to the N. Glarg VE number 3521E, your Indiana postal correspondent. Hopefully, I sent this email in time to make it on this week's podcast. And if not, more content for next week. You made it, bud.
0: You made it.
1: Thanks for the pod 73. Same thing, Andrew WF to the end, uh, W to the nine to the end. Your Indiana postal correspondent. Huge congrats on the big life moves from getting promoted at the post office to becoming a VE and then participating in Hellfest. Well done.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. A lot going on, and uh, yeah, I did make a contact with them and Carlos out doing the potas.
1: Well, thank you to you, Andrew, and everybody else who wrote in to the podcast, left voicemails, mm-hmm. sent in written mail.
0: Yeah, all the All things. fantastic. We super appreciate it. The fact you listen to the podcast and send us feedback means a lot to us.
1: 73. 73.